Good morning, Lancer community, and and would like to wish everybody a, a wonderful Memorial Day. We have a, a special program this morning. Uh, we're going to have a number of guests coming in and out of our show this morning. And each of these are, are some special things that uh, we're excited about um, as a college. And, and uh, I'm going to start with our first group today. We have with us Coach Tim Larson, and Coach uh, is our is our actually our girls basketball coach here at Eastern Wyoming College. Uh, and for our Lancer uh, sports fans, uh, I know this has uh, become a very familiar face over this last year. And Coach, well, welcome to the studio. Oh, I appreciate you having us. And, and could you just share a little bit about uh, what brought you to Eastern Wyoming College? And, and I've had a number of conversations with you over the years. And what are you excited about? Uh, I'm well. I mean, I'll start with what brought me here. Uh, it was I was coaching in Arizona. I was an assistant coach at a at a really really good junior college out there, Pima Community College, and I worked for an amazing guy, Todd Holdhouse, mentor of mine, and he was really encouraging me to put my name out there and, and get my own job. And Eastern Wyoming kind of came across there. Uh, Tom Anderson had brought our their men's team down to Pima for a tournament last year, and um, when I saw the women's job come across, it seemed like an, an unbelievable opportunity. And and ever since. I've been here, the opportunity and the excitement that I have for being here and what this program and this school can continue to be um, is what gets me just excited every day and what we can do with this women's basketball team um, and bringing in players from the community and from out of state and overseas has, has been really exciting. And recruiting is a piece that you're really passionate about. And uh, you've not only been here locally throughout the state recruiting, uh, but you've been outside, you know, across our country, uh, Mm -hmm. again, working and trying to recruit uh, talent into this basketball program. And and you have a couple of students that are here today. Mm -hmm. And I would like to take a moment and let's introduce these individuals. And we're going to put them on the mic here in just a second. And Coach, uh, if you would, um, Mm -hmm. we're just going to kind of tag team a few questions for these young ladies and uh, uh, but if we could I'm gonna have one of them grab a seat right now we have with us a couple of names that the the town of Torrington should recognize we have Sierra Allen and Avery West both from Torrington High School they played for us this past season they did a great job and I'm looking forward to them coming back as sophomores and and leading our team next year and if we could, I would actually just like to ask, And so why did you go ahead and say hello to the audience? I mean, there, you can have a lot of family members and friends out there, and, but if you would, just introduce yourself for a second and, and tell us why you chose EWC. Hi, everybody. My name is Sierra Allen, and the reason I chose EWC is because I would like to stay within the community because I'm originally from Torrington, Wyoming, and I'm happy that I made this choice. And what are you majoring in at the college? Have you have you decided yet? Or you tell us a little bit about what your thoughts academically, what you're pursuing. Um, it's changed quite a few times during the semesters, um, but I've stuck pretty much with physical education. Excellent. And where do you what do you plan on doing when you're done at EWC? Where do you plan on going next? Um, I haven't really made that decision yet because I'm still kind of debating on what I want to do in the future. Well, that's perfectly fine. The average college student changes their major four or five times, and that's not abnormal at all. And so as you're exploring, though, physical education, dealing with that whole side of the physical fitness, dealing with any of those types of fields or the types of things you're really interested at this point in time. Uh, Yes, it is. I love to, like, 
lift and work out and play basketball. Well, we're really, really excited to have you here in the studio. And we're going to come back to you again in just a moment. But we're going to bring our next guest on. And again, if you would take just a moment and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Avery West, and I'm from Torrington, Wyoming. Well, thank you, Avery. And why did you choose EWC? I chose EWC because it was a great opportunity for me to continue my education and my athletic career. Awesome. And and so what are you what are you pursuing for as a major? I'm also doing physical education. Awesome. So we have two physical education uh, tentative majors right now as they can continue to explore their future. Um, and what do you plan on doing when you're done at EWC? Either wherever basketball takes me or wherever else. Or I'm whatever sure the next yet. step is. Well, that's awesome. And one of the things I would like to actually ask both of you to, and again, as you think about um, the experience you've had playing basketball for EWC and playing under Coach Larson, um, can you can you just talk about what what have you valued the most? I mean, what what has this help helped you? You're both athletes. Um, this is something you're very passionate about. Uh, but what has that experience uh, post high school been meant for you? What's the thing you take away from your experience so far? You say this is the part I just love about it. I would say, honestly, the community, just like it was in high school, was very awesome, and it continued up into college. And just being surrounded by great people, I think that's what I've taken most out of it. And Sierra, could you share with me the same thoughts? What, like, again, what's the thing that you've just really loved about the experience uh, uh, being here under Coach Larson? Um, I love how it's like a family, just like everything else in Torrington. Um, but I also value the life lessons that we learn through basketball. And that would probably be the thing that I would take away the most. Well, that is outstanding. And I'm going to turn it over back to Coach just for a second. And and, and we may talk to these two young ladies again because uh, I know, Coach, you have some special things that are coming up this summer. Yeah, um, we actually have done it, um, a lot of work to um, schedule some upcoming basketball camps. We had um, a kids camp and a high school elite camp this past couple weeks ago um, and it went really well we had a great turnout um, everybody seemed to have a lot of fun and it was just great seeing that many kids in the gym and so we have scheduled a three-day uh, kids college basketball camp uh, at EWC it'll be June 6th 7th and 8th um, we have it separated into different age groups so we'll have uh, K through 2 will come in from 830 to 945 and then 3 through 5 from 10 to 11:15, and then uh, 5 through or 6 through 8 I'm sorry uh, from 1130 to 1245 each day outstanding and and who can people contact if they say boy i would really like my my child to have an opportunity to be a part of that experience uh they just contact our community ed department with donna and they can register um you have up until um i believe it is the week before uh to register and receive a t-shirt um you can register up until the day of the camp um, but we just order the t-shirts a week before so if you can register a week before you can get your size in and get a a free ewc kids t-shirt 
Excellent. And then who's helping you with this camp? Uh, it will be myself. It will be uh, my wife and assistant coach, uh, Bronwyn Larson. And then it will be these uh, two lovely players standing right next to us. They'll be in the gym and, and helping run drills and teaching the fundamentals and, and what it was like growing up in Torrington and now becoming an EWC Lancer. And what an outstanding opportunity to take some of our our former uh, students out of our K-12 system that have come and played at EWC and uh, are going to be delivering camps right in our own backyard, uh, actually passing on their knowledge and experience uh, to what we hope are going to be some future Lancers for the college. Yeah. I'm really proud of that. Uh, uh, you know, as president of the college, uh, we're committed to the community. And, and so... Anyone out there that would like that experience, uh, make sure you reach out to Donna White, our, our community ed director, and um, that's an opportunity. We would love to see you in our facilities, uh, uh, giving your uh, um, youth uh, that are interested in, again, basketball, mm -hmm. a chance to grow and learn in the sport uh, under not only some excellent players, uh, but under a, a coach who cares very passionately about the, the things that uh, he teaches. Yeah. Well, Coach, I want to thank you again and thank to both to our guests. Uh, guest here in the studio audience today and again anyone interested make sure you reach out to donna white at uh, eastern wyoming college uh, again our director of our community education program thank you um, and i'd also like to throw out just a quick preview for what's to come um, in july we're going to host another high school elite camp it'll probably be towards the end of july as everybody's high school season and aau seasons are ending um, we'll host another high school elite camp around then and then with the schools going to four day a week uh, school week next year uh, every friday in the month of september we will do another kids camp in the morning just like we're doing uh, this sixth seventh and eighth that is outstanding. So on Fridays during the next academic school year mm -hmm. for, for Torrington, H, uh, Torrington High School. So when THS is on those Fridays mm -hmm. uh, where students uh, may not have something else to do, yep. they have an opportunity to come out down to our college and expand their skills and, and work with the coach and the team. That yes. is outstanding. And so, again, is that a, a Donna White connection for that, the college? That, that will be a Donna White. We're uh, still in the process of setting up uh, everything as far as registration for that, but that is coming down the pipeline. These Great things to come. And so, again, just reach out to our community ed director, and uh, we can get that information to anyone in this audience. So with that, uh, Coach, and, and to our teammates, we look forward to uh, seeing the activities uh, that you're going to be working on this summer and into, uh, again, our, our Lancer basketball next season next year. Thank you. Thank you. So our next guest on the Lancer Live program this morning, we have we have two special people that uh, um, our director of development, John Hansen, will be introducing here in just a few minutes. But as I started this program today, uh, I really took a moment just to note that, again, Memorial Day is a very special time in the United States. And our next guest are, are individuals that um, bring a, a background and experience um, for why we serve and think about Memorial Day. Um, a lot of our, our military that uh, uh, have given much to our country and have sacrificed um, are honored in this day. And, and I am one that um, am blessed to have a family member who served in the military and and so it's something that uh, has a very special meaning to my family. And I know in this listening audience, there are many individuals 
that, uh, you know, look at Memorial Day is, is a very important time to reflect and remember the, th- the people who've made that ultimate sacrifice for our country. And today I'm going to introduce to you uh, Director John Hansen, and he's going to introduce a couple of guests who, who have served our country and have a very strong connection with Eastern Wyoming College. So, John, I will turn the program over to you. Thank you, Dr. Haas. Yeah, joining me this morning um, is one of our new recent graduates. People know him, uh, Bo Murphy. Welcome to the program. Bo uh, has a a great story to tell about uh, being at Eastern Wyoming College, uh, returned from the military. Uh, He went through our welding program. So, Bo, why don't you just share a little bit about kind of your walk, like, from the military to Eastern Wyoming College. So, I grew up in Torrington and, and knew about the welding program and, and its caliber of graduate and uh, talking with some people about where I lived or down where I lived uh, about different options. EWC was was the one that was recommended to me. So uh, when I came back from deployment in 2020, um, I had everything set up to start school in 21, in January of 21. So kind of got started there and, and uh, went through the program. And, and what's your, uh, like, what is your claim to fame in welding? Are you the, the butt, butt welder, the <laughs> overhead downhill? What is, what is your specialty? Um, well, I passed them all, so. Okay, so there, that's, you know, a certified welder is a good welder. I like that. Uh, you know, and the reason why Bo is speaking with us today is he alluded to his service to this country. Um, but he also did something very, very uh, wonderful for us as a college, uh, started a veterans group on campus. And so if you would just talk a little bit about the the genesis of that, Bo, and, and what is, how that's shaping up. So, we, we, or I noticed, um, and I'm sure other people have, but uh, I came forward with some information and uh, recognized that, that even though we're a small school, we don't have really much for veterans and, and uh, a place for us to kind of get together and uh, be ourselves. Uh, people that know veterans know that we're probably a little bit different. So um, finding that, that community within our community was pretty important to me. Um, so I started to pursue uh, a veterans club and uh, finding a location on campus that uh, that we can dedicate as a veterans center to be able to reach out to our community veterans um, and the veterans in our service area, um, also between us and, and the Douglas campus, uh, to be able to give them a place uh, where we can kind of all get together as a club between two campuses and uh, kind of organize and, and put our two cents in for what's going on in the college and to be able to recruit. Uh, so we've got uh, the club itself, which is open to veterans, obviously, but also family members of veterans and uh, uh, offering some support so that uh, if a family member of a veteran is having some trouble with something, they can come and, and sit down with a, a vet and other support people to kind of figure out what uh, needs to happen with that, you know, how to, how to approach dealing with a situation uh, if it's something that they're not quite familiar with. And so, Bo, in, in going back to college, I'm sure that uh, it's one of those anxious things. You know, you're, you're wondering, how do you fit in? Uh, you're kind of an adult learner, you know, not the typical 18-year-old coming from the military. Uh, what, are, what are some of those kinds of issues that you think adult learners kind of face or family members specifically that have people returning from the military? On the adult learner side, um, 
you know, being a non-traditional student, it, it was very interesting. Um, I was the oldest person in most of my classes. And, uh, but did you feel old? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yes and no. Um, being able to connect with the younger students was difficult. Um, so I felt pretty isolated as a student in class, uh, especially the general classes in the welding program. I think it's a little bit different. We all kind of have a sense of humor um, that's uh, relatively similar. Yeah. Um, so bonding with my classmates in the welding program was was a lot different than uh, general ed classes. Uh, and that's where I really noticed uh, a missing piece when it came to uh, that community and being able to connect with people that, uh, and that's kind of one of the genesis for the veterans group organization is that it really does give you a, a place to kind of find yourself and, uh, uh, share those like values. And, and so, um, yeah, I think that's amazing. The, with the family members bringing, being able to provide support there. Um, I know that one of the goals in talking to Bo was actually creating kind of a veteran center at the college is something that we're working on as, as a foundation, um, just looking at what, what is really needed in order to be able to serve this population. And so um, what are, what's next steps for you, Bo? Um, we're, I'm continuing to work with uh, my advisors at the school. We have a room and uh, we've got some stuff to, to put in there. We've got a little bit of furniture. So we've, we've got to start on the Veterans Center. Um, Unfortunately, uh, work has taken me to Cheyenne now. So, but I'll I'll continue to uh, work with the the next group, uh, the Veterans Club, to keep them on track and and help them get going again, and uh, work with the advisors to to get that third perspective of you know what what do we need, what do we need, yeah, and uh, how to develop that space a little bit more until until it's kind of self sustaining and and we've got a good foundation for it and. And let her ride. You know, and, and I think that's one of the the amazing things when people come back to this area. When Bo came back, uh, came to the college, is is you look at people's unique gifts and talents and what they can bring. And and you have a student here who realized there was a need, uh, and then the college was able to work together, take action. And it's something that we're going to continue to build and and make sure there's a home for veterans. So, uh, Bo, thank you so much for your service. Any any other thing else on this Memorial Day that you would like to leave the listeners with? I just want to thank God for for being able to do this and speak to everybody, but also to thank everybody who has given me the freedom uh, through their sacrifice to do that. You know, and, and, and Bo, like uh, one of the most touching things, he was the speaker at our uh, Veterans Day celebration last year, um, and his kiddo, uh, how old is your son? Seven. Seven. So his his son stood up and um, after Bo finished speaking and said, Daddy, I love you. And I, I mean, it almost brought a tear to my eye because I, th- I think that those values, um, your son was just so proud of you, and, and certainly we are as a college. So thank you for your service, and, and thank you for being here. Thank you. All righty. Joining me next uh, from the EWC Foundation, uh, people know him from working at Wirelick at the bank. Uh, we're pleased to have Ryan Sherliff. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. And so, so Ryan, a lot of people may not know this, but uh, served as a veteran in the Navy. That's correct, right? Yep, that's correct. Don't and so, um, one of the things that we were just like 
thank goodness about Ryan is is his service on the foundation and looking at how we support people, support um, college and students, and, and thinking about that. But Ryan, just tell us a little bit about your time of service and how that's kind of like impacted your life, your career, um, being in the Navy. Yeah, sure. So um, I served eight years in the Navy. Um, I joined in uh, 1992 and uh, got out in uh, 2000. Um, you know, the one I was thinking about all this this morning, and one of the greatest things that I think taken away from uh, the military, and I was lucky, uh, was the leadership that I was around. I had really good leaders in about every, you know, every position that I was in, and so I was able to kind of harness some of that leadership, and then and then hopefully put that to use. You know, especially on the foundation or out in our community. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things that that I think about your your service there is this. It is kind of a command and control how things flow, function, uh, these things, and and I think that you know that's a huge definite definite asset. Um, and and so coming from uh, I guess small town in Wyoming, uh, you're in the Navy. Uh, you got to see quite a bit of the world in those eight years. Yeah, I did. Um, it's interesting because you know you'd think you'd put a lot of thought into uh, joining the service and that type of stuff, but what I what I found out, John, was. Uh, uh, the colleges when you're on academic probation they don't they don't really they don't really want you to that's, come back that's right take some time yeah <laughs> you, you know so uh, uh, I was looking for something to move it forward and and uh, so the military did that for me and I think you know one of the one of the other things that I probably needed was to operate in a structured environment for for a while so right right um, um, so that was helpful no it is I, I mean we think about that uh, kids could have that structured 18 years of life. Uh, with parents, and then you know, then we just—it's like giving them a brand new car, yeah, uh, yeah. full tank of gas, yeah. and, uh, and and telling them to drive. And so, yeah, I I completely understand that. So, um, just kind of your background of of working in in Torrington uh, first at the bank, or did you have a job before that? What was yeah? So, so I had a great opportunity um, I, when I uh, exited the service. Uh, um, I had came back, actually uh, had drove through Cheyenne, and I'd, I'd worked for a, a gentleman on the farm. And uh, interesting enough, when I when I left the service um, after eight years, everything that I owned fit in a jeep. <laughs> so, so <laughs> black I, trash I, bags, or did was, you have yeah, suitcases? A sea you bag know? and a few other yeah, things. I was traveling go, light, go. but um, I had a great opportunity when I was coming back. And my my goal, I had uh, about twenty seven credits to finish uh, my college degree. So, you know, I was pretty well set. I could go to college or work. And then um, when I went back and visited with the gentleman I worked for. Uh, previous, uh, I got uh, offered a job, and it was actually in telecommunications and fiber optics and that type of stuff, and and so it allowed me to go ahead and have a, a pretty good job, and uh, and finish up my college degree. And when we did that, um, once I finished that up, and then uh, uh, my wife now, Summer, many of her know as Summer Harp Street. Um, you know, we'll be married 20 years here. Wow, in, that's, in, in all that's impressive, Ryan. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, we were together, and, and we decided uh, we actually had moved to Denver after that as well in, in telecommunications. But we decided we wanted to move back to Torrington uh, to raise a family in this type of community in this type of environment. So, um, had a great opportunity. Uh, many people know Scott Prusia. Scott Prusia gave me an opportunity to work at uh, First National Bank, and um, again had uh, good leadership there. And, and uh, there was another gentleman there named Chad Corkle. Um, who taught me a lot about finance and that type of stuff at, as I finished my degree up. So I've been lucky to have opportunities and, and good leaders in place. And, and so what was your job in the Navy? So um, actually, uh, interesting enough, when you when you get on academic probation and you, and you leave college, um, I was uh, in, in intelligence. 
So oh, there, you, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yes. So uh, when I graduated boot camp in Orlando, Florida, I went to what was called at the time Navy and Marine Corps Intelligence Training Center in uh, Damneck, Neck, Virginia. That's just uh, by Virginia Beach. So I had had some really great opportunities to do some some really neat things. You know, I um, served with an air wing, served on a ship, uh, served with the Naval Special Warfare Command, and, and at my last tour, my last duty in. Uh, Coronado, California. And so um, being an intelligence analyst for, for each of those entities. And so we did a Westpac also to the Gulf. And then I was TAD to Bahrain. And so really, some, some really neat stuff. I, I was very fortunate. And, and how do you think like, in kind of working in those environments, the training, like how has that uh, created success in your, your current role at Wirelick? Like, uh, obviously, you lead a, a great team there. Um, but just share a little bit of that, would you? Well, yeah, and I, and I, you know, I can't say enough about the employees at Wire. Like they're just they're just a great crew. But I think I think what one of the big things that the service gives you is confidence. Um, you know, when I went in, I was an E one at the at the very, very bottom. bottom. That right, was it, right, man. right. It was like two hundred fifty dollars every two weeks. Right. You know, yeah, you, you struggled a little bit, but it worked worked my way up to an E six, uh, which was a, a first class petty officer and and. Uh, over the, over that period, it kind of gives you confidence. So when when you come out and you start your position, you know, I we'll call it in the civilian world. Yeah. I think you bring that confidence with you. You've you've built up some some leadership skills. Um, you, you've you've seen good leaders, and you've also seen bad leaders. So hopefully, right. you put right. those skills and the the good ones with you, and, and take those along. So I think I think those are some of the important traits: is just confidence, and uh, and then also, you know, you work with a diverse group of people. Uh, in the military, right? You know whether you like it or not. It's the way that the way that it goes. So it teaches you to work with all different types of personalities, all different types of people. And so I think you know you you can come out and uh, and work with whatever group that you need to, and have the confidence and leadership to move it forward. And, and how many years have you served on the EWC Foundation? I think we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we were. Just like we were like <laughs> six, seven years, but it's it's. I been think it's almost fifteen. Fifteen you know, years. I, yeah, I think it's almost fifteen. Um, I was trying to think of that again this morning when that actually was, and I'd, I'd really have to go back. But I, I really enjoy serving on the foundation and the finance committee. Um, I think one of the and, – and just to throw that out there for EWC, you know, my, my mom graduated from the vet, vet tech program oh, wow. some years ago. My sister graduated from the cosmetology program. And so what I like about the foundation is when we make decisions in the foundations, you can see the immediate impact. Yeah. Right? And especially, you know, the finance committee where you allocate money and you're, you know, you're, you're trying to – uh, support the college and its mission. And so it's pretty rewarding. You know? Definitely. I mean, being a part of uh, the next step or kids future, giving that learning opportunity. And, and you probably started the foundation when uh, it was under a million dollars, maybe even evaluation or. Yeah, boy, it's, it's sure, uh, it's sure grown significantly. That's you know, for and, sure. and, and, and that's kind of testament to our finance committee, um, just being invested, uh, doing some of the industry leading techniques, working with Edward Jones, Fidelity, um, some other money managers, and just like really being kind of fiscally conservative. And I, th- I think treating people's money as we would treat our own, uh, ensure that it's invested, ensure that um, when it's invested in students and it's done for the right reasons. So I just... I can't say enough, uh, you know, having the opportunity to work with you, Ryan. So Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that. And I'll tell you, we have a gem right here in our community. I mean, EWC, with the facilities we have and the, and the, and the teachers and, and the cost, um, it's just a great opportunity for people, you know, to be able to get a, a good education. Yeah, definitely. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us uh, today on Memorial Day as we celebrate our uh, service members, their families. Um, you know, it, it's a team effort uh, in this country, and and I think about that quite often. From being a you know a teacher at the college to now working at the foundation, is that 
Um, the freedom in order to do those things is provided by somebody else. And so I uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate being here. All right, thanks. Um, you know, and, and for me personally, um, Veterans Day and, and certainly Memorial Day, uh, it means a great deal. Um, you know, my great-grandfather came over to this country, and one of his first stops was uh, he signed up for the uh, Revolutionary War. And uh, um, and so it's just it's been one of those things about this, this country and, and, and nothing is free. Um, and a second stop, and my dad and uncle served in Vietnam, and my mom worked on, uh, it's one of my first roles in fundraising, is, is she handed me a, a survey to help get names and signatures for the Vietnam Veterans Women's Memorial. And so it's just, I think it's a, a thread that weaves through all of our lives, and, um, and you never know how it's going to impact you. So thank you, everyone, for their service. Um, God bless, and have a, a wonderful uh, Memorial Day.